Well, hello, folks. This is Jamie Oigel from RunningRestaurants.com, and absolutely stay tuned for today's session with Daniela Marconi of Andiamo in Austin, Texas. Her story from hostess to manager to owner is absolutely phenomenal, and, and you're going to love the way she shares stories. Uh, she gets into the family aspects of the business, how they've grown, the things they do, a lot of unique insights that you're going to be able to take and use for your business. So stay tuned. Here we go. Daniela, I'm so glad you're here with me this morning. I love uh, what I know about your story there with Andiamo. Take me through how it started for you there because it's a fascinating story. What do you have? Sure, my pleasure, Jamie. Um, so I came in the States uh, almost 13 years ago. As a matter of fact, Andiamo, we celebrate, you know, uh, 13 years in business this uh, this summer. And um, so, so I got a job. Um, in this restaurant, I actually uh, liked. I mean, it was the only authentic restaurant that you know I thought it was worth going. In. And uh, it was originally owned by um, a guy that was from Virginia, and um, and I thought that it was you know pretty much better than that point. And the restaurant uh, was facing a lot of um, issues, and um, and soon enough, they faced bankruptcy. When I got a job as a hostess, I was promoted as a manager, and they really counted on me to to have a say so about the menu and then get it that menu as authentic as it could be. And when the restaurant got uh, close to the bankruptcy. I had the opportunity to, you know, save the business, save my job, save everybody uh, that used to work with me job to the point that all those people that used to work at Andiamo Mim before I got there, they're still picking up, up with me as today. So um, it's great. And, you know, recently, it's funny because we are here talking about Interna- International Woman Day and recently, I was interviewed by um, by Sway, uh, which is the Empowered Business-Minded Woman, and they asked me. They say, did um, being a woman actually uh, help you or hurt you in this kind of industry? And I thought it was, you know, um, a silly question because. Um, being a woman in a completely different country, that wasn't easy. Being a woman in that uh, industry was easy for me. Um, I guess that my challenges were, you know, more uh, the different culture, the different accent. Um, but then when I purchased on Yamo, I felt right at home. And, um, and was it harder because I was a woman? I really don't think so. Because honestly, the medical background gave me the, the faculty to understand the, the chemistry behind the food, and and the open-minded of a young entrepreneur coming from Italy, from a different you know country, gave me the courage to start a business in a country that wasn't mine, um, and also being used to understand people and put them you know their needs first, gave me the ability to perform my customer skill in a, in an industry where I didn't have any um, experience, but uh, it allowed me to perform those skills uh, better than anybody else who already had it. And, um, and here we are, 13 years after Diamo is still, you know, in business. 
although is in a very unpretentious um, location, it's not central. We have a celebrity chef restaurant popping left and right. But uh, but thank goodness, you know, uh, we we we've been established and um, we we've been serving the Austin community since 2004 with authentic Italian food. The story from hostess to manager to owner and and with the philosophy of wow, it's a struggling restaurant. Believing you could take that, turn it around. There must have been a lot of kind of um, spirit at that stage where you took over and the people were kind of reengaged and 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 looking to or you know save the restaurant for lack of a better word and and you know keep their jobs and and so forth what what about that first that first month and when you take over and you you now have the keys as as the owner what was that like it was rewarding and um, and scary at the same time i consider myself a a, a fearless person but I think I was proud and I was very happy because I ended up doing exactly the same thing for somebody else. And, and finally, I was doing that uh, for myself. And, and I believed in it. And, uh, and I knew it was going to be okay. And, um, and, and the self-esteem and the strength in what I was doing, it just gave me so much credibility even uh, in the industry itself. Um, up to now, I have people coming to the restaurant and they think that I'm still the host or, or, maybe, right. or maybe a manager just, just because, you know, I don't go around as a business owner. And I am who I am and, um, and who I was always. Um, and, uh, and you know, and they just come to me and say, I know you have the owner. And I'm like, well, that would be me. And then they look at me with big surprise. <laughs> and they say, oh, my goodness, but you're so young. How did that happen? And um, and so I, I get to, you know, tell my story one more time. So it was great. It was um, it was a great opportunity. And, um, and you know, I always, uh, I always tell everybody, I'm like, if I did it, everybody could do it. Honestly, the credibility of being, uh, you know, of being born and raised in Italy um, gave me uh, gave me a lot of strength in this kind of business. But I'm honest, to do first, still learning what to do in this business because it can be tricky every day. Well, first of all, absolutely. I mean, the business is not something you can get into and just and just do, and and you and you and you have to learn a lot along the way. And I'm sure you have over those years learned a lot of things that have uh, that have made you guys better. And it's it's really interesting. You mentioned the, your location a second ago. I just I I, I was I, I want to come back to that because I even pull up. Um, uh, whether it was Yelp or one of the other review sites, and 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 they say things like, even though it's in a um, uh, you know a small strip plaza, it's great. And then another person goes, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, you know un- unpretentious. But one- once I go inside, the f- the food was fantastic, the experience was fantastic. How, how do you think about that that combination of no, you know not a premier location, but forgetting all about that, and then just delivering that authentic experience? You're focused. You're obviously highly focused on on the food piece, the uh, Italian feel, right? I mean, there's a there's a feeling in an Italian restaurant. How do you capture those things? Well, you know, if you if you ever uh, go to Italy, uh, the most unpretentious restaurants are the best. 
and you just walk in the middle of the street and uh, you go inside a little bitty tiny hole in the wall and you have a fantastic so those are actually the kind of customer that I still want to be able to attract. And as a matter of fact, I do. Um, people that come to Andiamo, they, they've been to Italy, and they want to recreate the same kind of experience when they come and walk into my restaurant. They don't mind to, to drive. And honestly, to be quite frank, um, often it's more than enough to take just a seven-minute drive from downtown to Burner Road, right? <laughs> but, um, but, you know, um, the authenticity is right there. It recreates the same kind of experience that you would have if you, if you were in Italy. And, um, and I believe that, you know, people, especially in Austin this time, they go to restaurants for two completely different reasons. It's either for the food or because they want to be seen and take a picture mm-hmm. and be recognized. And the is definitely one of those restaurants where people come to have an authentic Italian experience. And they always been our, the location always been our weakness and our strength at the same time because we offer and we cater to those kind of people that want to recreate their memory when they were in Italy. So it has been great. We talked about, or you touched on the Women's uh, Day here, March 8th, and I know uh, that you were participating in that event and d- donating some, some, some proceeds or part of the revenue. Tell me about that to the, to the Girls Empowerment Network, I believe. Tell, tell me your involvement there and, and what's going on. We are. We are. We, um, we believe that, uh, you know, the young, um, the young, uh, the young population in, in, in Austin is definitely our future. I love, Austin has been so good to my business and to me as, you know, an immigrant and somebody that just came out of nowhere. And, uh, and, and I consider Austin home. I've been home for, you know, a very, a very long time. And, um, and, you know, I live, uh, I live in Austin. I like to, to give to Austin. So, so empower, and um and you know support uh the younger entrepreneur is definitely something that is very close to my heart thank you for doing that and and being being kind of a role model in in the marketplace austin is a is a fantastic marketplace for for restaurants and for dining out it's a great city it's one of my favorite cities to visit it's a, it's very important as a local restaurant my belief is is to give to the community i i did an interview yesterday with with a with an old old uh, old high school friend who's running a restaurant in the boston area and he believes highly in that as well and being part of the community and i think it's an important thing that we that the restaurants can do to d- differentiate themselves from from the chains who kind of you know do their thing without necessarily looking uh, at the neighborhood what else have you found uh, has worked for you in being part of the part of the community? Is it, is it other local things? Is it school stuff or other events that that kind of connect you to the local market there? So you know, uh, it's interesting uh, that um, you asked me this question because um, I end up uh, being very passionate about all local business, especially on um, on Burnett Road which is an area that uh, is popping up, but it's not as popular as, of course, Central Austin and Downtown Austin where all these new restaurants are. Like. And um, so I decided to, to create an event that it's called Burn It Road Eats. 
to put a spotlight on North Austin Food District. And I literally personally not at every single restaurant that I like on my same road and asked them if they wanted to um, to participate. So practically Burning Road Eats is just uh, a dinner series that highlights local dining spots uh, on the road. And the first Wednesday of each month, um, all the participating restaurants offer a food and drink combination for $10. So it's something that, you know, in, will encourage people to not only come and experience a burner road, but also go in each uh, restaurant and recreate a European experience like the Movida and the Tapa uh, style uh, in Europe, especially, you know, in Spain, because there is that kind of culture. And, um, and you know, Burner Road has been catching up with, uh, with South, with Salamar, I mean, with Lamar, with South Congress, and, uh, and I really do think that we can um, be popular uh, one day, but we have to start somewhere, right? And, uh, and the neighbor is giving um, the southern counterparts uh, a run of, you know, our money when it comes to dining and entertainment. A lot of central location, a lot of uh, restaurants that have a central uh, location, they're opening up their north location on Burner Road. I just happened to be the first restaurant on Burner Road. Now everybody is coming my way and I really um I really want to emphasize that. And um and you know, uh, it's an evolution of the dining culture. I want to ask you a question about yeah. leading that leading that effort. It sounds like you're leading the effort um in 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 your area to get other participating restaurants, which takes a lot. And so you're going outside your door, you're talking with the other other restaurant owners and saying, Let, let's let's cooperate and do something mm-hmm. together for the neighborhood and community. And it's actually a big deal because, you know, historically sometimes the restaurant community is very competitive, and of course it is, and I'm not, sure. I don't want to help Sally down the road and Jim because then I might I lo- might lose customers. But I think I think philosophically, from an independent restaurant standpoint, it's great when local folks work, work together. H- how has that been going? How receptive have other folks been? Has there been any pushback? And, and then you know, just tell me about the response more. So they they've been they've been super uh, welcoming. Also because um, I honestly don't uh, don't consider them my competitor. We cater to completely different clientele. We offer completely, uh, completely different kind of food. And, and small business, um, owner needs to be strung together, especially, especially the local business versus chain versus all these new restaurants that are popping up because, you know, they have people from outside of uh, town, big investor behind, and they will they will only go forward because of the you know the big uh, money market that is behind them and um and at that point i got a little bit worried especially when the food scene in austin completely changed because i thought to myself i say we need to be um we need to do something to still be able to have our name out there and how are we going to do that you know initially i start to take my staff um, out for dinner once a week because 14 years ago, the Austin restaurant um, 
restaurant business was really not nothing. It wasn't as popular as it is now. People are starting to be more foody, appreciate quality food. And we really have a lot of very good restaurants in Austin right now. But 14, 14 years ago, it wasn't like that. And then there was the scary part of 2010 where a lot of restaurants, at least I believe in one year, we have 35 established restaurants in Austin that closed down because they couldn't afford rent anymore. And, uh, and, and you know, as a business owner, when this thing happens in front of you and you see changing and evolution in your industry happening right uh, behind your nose, it can be very scary. So I told, I told to myself that I had to do something. So we started taking my stuff um, out and explored a new restaurant. And when we really did love one, we would share a picture of the food or a picture of all the stuff together on our social media. I don't ever saw anybody doing that. You know, no. and um, because we because we wanted to appreciate what was also going on in uh, in Austin, and and be strong together. That's how I start. Uh, that's what I start doing with my with my staff because we wanted to understand what we were doing and how we could be- we could get better. But you know, just going and explore whatever every other every other person in town. Uh, was liking so much, and um, and it's funny because everybody heard about Andiamo, but not everybody in Austin has been to Andiamo. We have so many new people coming, and, um, and we really need to to be constantly have our name out there, and that's the reason why I decided to create Bernerozzi. Well, I wrote down a couple of things there that I want to come back to, but the first one is very interesting. I've never heard of a story like that where you took your staff as a group out to another restaurant in in the local market to, one, learn learn from what they're doing well, have an experience out, uh, get outside of your restaurant and, and see what folks are doing, and then and then to also take a, a step beyond that and share that I think is great. What what it's really a really neat thing that I would encourage folks to do. A lot of times we're buried in our own business and we don't, even experience other restaurants, and you, sure. you have to see what else is working in places, whether it's a food, it's a music vibe, it's something that, that folks are doing that are interesting, and you have to bring that into your business. So I think that's really cool. And then the other thing that I, that, that I think I want to – I definitely want to come back to your, your take on marketing because you talk about new customers, and I, and I want to get your thought on that. But just that idea of taking your staff out to dinner is, is, a, is a thing that's going to really – keep them tied to you, right? It's a people philosophy. It's developing your people. So, um, you know, kind of kind of quickly, if you were to if you were to give an overview of how you think about your staff as a as a group, as a team, how you hire them and grow them and develop and want to keep them, what's your kind of philosophy on people in your restaurant business? You know, it's funny because my staff it's more like a family than anything else because we have been working together for so long, and we spend a lot of hours together, more, almost more than, yeah. you know, you would spend with your own family. So, so you end up really having a great connection with each and one of them. And, um, you know, it's, it's great. I always tell everybody that our smile has to be uh, the, the logo 
and the personality is our business card. And the way we make others feel has, has to be and has become Andiamo Street. So it's really more uh, a family than, uh, than anything else. And, uh, and everybody is really focused on, uh, on growing and, um, and, and working catered with the best uh, kind of, of food that we can deliver to everybody, even portion-wise. You know, if you go and eat in Austin, portions are so small these days. That's what we noticed when we went uh, out and eat. Portions are very small. Unfortunately, when people come to an Italian restaurant, they don't want a small portion. They think that the Italian restaurant is just cards and, and pasta and, and heavy food. Italian food is so much more than just that. And we had to educate uh, people to, to think that way. So it has been, it has been a great adventure for us to work together and to, and to always evolve. I want to ask you a tough question because this is, this is interesting. I think, I think because you talk about um, people as being a family, uh, but I'm sure at some point in the business you've had to fire somebody that didn't work out. And so that must be tough in a, in a, in a culture that is like a family. How do you, you know, someone's not working out in your family. You can't kick them out of the house sometimes, but you do need to kick someone <laughs> out of your restaurant that's not working out. Um, how, do you, how do you handle a situation like that? It's so funny that you say that because, and I had to do that a lot of time. And, uh, and I always ask myself, what would you do if you were still, you know, in the medical fields and uh, what, what is the right thing to do, right? Because I always struggle with that. And, um, and think about it. When people, it's the same thing that I tell myself. It's, it's a funny, uh, you know, um, comparison. But when a cell in our body becomes selfish, what happened? Right. It forms, uh, it, it becomes cancer, right? What do you do to fight cancer? You eliminate those kind of cells, right? So it's like an amputation, a removing, a surgery. I think of my business as a human body. When somebody becomes uh, selfish, an amputation is necessary. The removing is necessary because my my body, my human body, which is my business, has to be constantly healthy, and that's what um, you know motivate me in uh, in say, okay, well, needs to remove, and that's exactly what I did. Yeah, yeah, that's and listen, that's a very very um, wise way to think about it. And it's absolutely right. If if someone is being, uh, you know, a cancer inside of the restaurant, it's only going to pollute the other cells around it. To use your yes. analogy, and and that's, that's not what you want. Let me let me come back to um, the the marketing side and customers. I, I was on your on, on the website looking at uh, really quickly at your social media and Facebook and and so forth. And that's a big part of what restaurants do these days. What is working for you in terms of uh, marketing and social media? Uh, is there a cert, is there a, is there a, a website that you a platform that you like a lot, whether it's Facebook or Instagram? Where are you engaging with people that works? What do you think? You know, we um, Facebook has changed their marketing strategy because now Facebook just wants uh, business to pay in order to you know have better uh, response and everything else. 
we try to cater to two completely different kind of um, um, age differences, right? Uh, andiamo, andiamo is very popular among uh, the older uh, generation that it is with the younger crowd. So Instagram is definitely something that uh, helps us to cater to to the youngest one. Facebook is still uh, something that we use to keep our customer and those they still use for Facebook, you know, happy and updated with us. Um, not a lot of people that we click like on a picture will, will come to, to the restaurant, right? But it's important to make sure that your name is still out there with a beautiful picture, with a with an event. Uh, Andiamo has a different event that has been super popular. We like to change menu every season. We create harvest dinner, the equinox uh, of when the season change. And, and people is welcoming those kind of events uh, very much. And we have a completely different uh, age. We attract. We are able to attract a completely different um, age from you know 70 to 20, and, and we're very pleased about it. Uh, I believe we give the best uh, deal in town uh, as far as wine dinner goes because we were probably one of the first restaurants 14 years ago to create a wine dinner event. Um, and we serve a traditional, uh, authentic Italian dinner as if you were getting in Italy, which is an appetizer, a pasta, an entree, and a dessert. And all these four courses are uh, paired with four different wines. And our professional sommelier walk us through every single pairing, telling us inside about the food and the wine. And it's only $70 per person. And, and you get four-course dinner with full uh, four glasses of wine. People are responding at those kind of events um, pretty well. Yeah, pretty I, well. I, I want to go. I want to yeah. go to the next one like that. That sounds. <laughs> that sounds really. That right. sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that that's a, that's an important important piece of of what a restaurant can do is to create some uh, excitement around an event and structure it in such a way. And it sounds and, and your structure sounds very attractive in terms of the value proposition that you're getting for your dollar. And it's 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 important important to do that. It's important to mix it up, right? You know, you you do want to have an event. I'm not sure how off, how often you do them necessarily, but something that's different in the restaurant that you can talk about that's not, that's not uh, you know, hey, we just have a new um, a new um, entree or whatnot. Sure. It's, it's something that's exciting that you can get excited behind and you can talk about. And I also noticed you do um, uh, cooking classes, or I saw that on your site. What's what's going on there? That we sounds kind do. of fun. We We just started. We just started. And, um, and this is going to be actually our second month doing it. And okay. we we just yeah we just um, you know we just want to offer um, our clients the the insight of uh, what is behind everything like how to do basic how to do a sauce so how to clean a chicken and things that people really don't have time to do anymore and see how you know the the fascination about a dish. And, uh, and so we just start from scratch. Uh, last month, we uh, we taught them how to make homemade polenta, you know. Okay. 
And uh, and sometimes when people ask me, what is the secret of the Italian cuisine? I always tell them that it's simplicity. Because the most delicious uh, dishes are, are still belong to the tradition. And there are a lot of restaurants in Austin that, you know, open up as an Italian restaurant and then they couldn't keep up their uh, their concept because people didn't like it and then they have to change. Um, so we keep our tradition, our consistency and, um, and our authenticity in every single dish that we present, even during the cooking classes. As simple as making bread or making uh, homemade pasta. How do you do the dough? Um, or, you know, um, even, a, even a sauce or a small entree because then they can reuse it for every single thing. So, so it has been a good adventure and has been received pretty well. Yeah, I think, listen, and that's another thing that can be fun for you guys. It can mix things up. And then for your customers, uh, they love to see behind the scenes. So uh, I take, take, a, take a lesson from Danielle. I, and I'd like to check back with you in six months after you've done a few of these to see how it's going because it's, it's, it's just a fun thing at the restaurant. Everyone can get engaged in uh, something, again, you can talk around. It's a marketing point. It's a social uh, it's absolutely a social sharing things where people can take photos, take videos, put it on their social channels, and get the word out. So, as we as we start to, to start to wrap up, we 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 covered a lot, and I, I love I love uh, a lot of your stories, and I, and I knew this would be be interesting. But I want to go back to the beginning and 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 think about think about your journey that you've gone on over the last 14 years or so. And now put yourself in the position of, of someone that is just a just they're, they're thinking they want to buy a restaurant or start a restaurant or or become a partner in a restaurant. They're they're like that close to doing it. They're nervous. They're scared. How would you encourage them at this point to take that leap? You know, uh, if I could go back in time, um, the business advice that I would give to you know maybe a younger version of, of myself would be. Mm-hmm. Always be true to your authenticity and face the challenge with determination and strength because that's, that's what I did. Um, I always asked those who knew more than me and, um, and learn how to uh, pay for the person that you hire. Not the job was the key that, um, you know, to many good work relationships and successful relationships still live until, uh, until now. Um, because it will allow you to surround yourself with people that are motivated, willing to grow, and sharing your same vision and um, and trustworth for your business. Because because you are the judge um, of character, and uh, and your business is made by the people that you surround yourself with. And that was um, very important to me. The most meaningful relationship. To me, I achieve when you and others can um, can speak openly uh, about everything that is important to learn together and understand the need to hold each other accountable um, to be excellent as you can be in your field. And um, and to be honest with you, I think it's the greatest gift that you can give someone, which is the power to be successful. And therefore, your company will be successful as well. So surround yourself yeah. with the ask ask the people that know more than you, and surround yourself um, with with people that you know are willing to grow and definitely share your same vision and trust. With definitely the key. 
to that that allow me to grow my business. Yeah, super, super great advice there, Danielle. That's awesome. Um, tell folks again where you guys are in person, where you are in Austin, where you guys are on the web, social media. How can they find you? Sure. You can just look at Authentic Italian Restaurant in Austin. Andiamo will pop up. Uh, www.andiamoitaliano.com. We are on Burnett Road, the intersection with Rathlin Drive across the JJP Cold Center. I appreciate you sharing so much uh, with, with us today, with our audience of, of other restaurateurs. I think you shared a lot of nuggets of wisdom that they can use in their operation and, and take pieces of to learn to grow. Um, you can see your story is, is somewhat special in, 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 you know, in starting and how you progressed and then having to uh, grow and then, and then be, part of a, be part of a neighborhood and then grow that mentality. So I appreciate you for, uh, for taking the time to share with us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, for folks that are looking for a great meal, go check out Daniela and her restaurant on Diemo in Austin. Uh, I guarantee you'll have a great experience there. Uh, this has been Jamie Oikel from RunningRestaurants.com along with Daniela Marconi of Andiamo in Austin, Texas. Thank you so much for listening and all the best for your restaurant business. Bye-bye. Ciao, grazie.